Might help if I get everybody on the screen. <laughs> I like that intro, huh? I like that intro. But anyways, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us here on the Three Amigos Show. Of course, we're broadcasting live on Facebook and YouTube. And of course, you can catch us on Tejano TV, Spotify, and Mastering on Radio. I want to thank my baby, Lila Cervantes, with Lila Cervantes, oh. our sponsors, Danny Farias, Marazul Tequila, Marazul new face of tequila oh you guys are doing that don't don't (laughs) and of course archie's homestyle burger here in catula texas i am your host el guy juan mendoza hello d presley elvis's illegitimate son (laughs) marcus daniels the midnight cowboy and our guest tonight is magali de la rosa (laughs) awesome I I like that intro man it was awesome Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> like the, the, the time intro, the time mixed with culturas. If you, yeah, we'll get into that later. One, I, I don't know. He's he's, he's stuck in the eighties somewhere, but he's going to have Magali on the show, ladies and gentlemen. If you do not know who this young woman is, you will certainly be finding out. She's a musician, songwriter, fashion designer, actress. How many shows are you in now? Like two? Well, I just wrapped uh, a small part on a movie like two days ago. And then I had a part in a movie that'll be on Prime. I play a detective. And there's another project that I did recently, but I can't talk about it because if it gets, you know, if it gets picked up or whatever, we can't really say much, but it is one of the bigger networks. I can't say it. I wish I could, but... A lot Spielberg of doing it. Come on, just just say that Steven Spielberg is doing the movie, and you got you you under contract. You can't what's say she, anything. Well, she she can't she can't say that because they're on strike right now. 
I wish. Oh. Wish I could no, not beat on strike, but I wish I could work with. <laughs> Like that. Well, like, then all I've got to say is that we're not worthy. We're not right. worthy. Oh my God. She, she's talking to us like, well, let's see, the, the movie parts, well, I've been doing. Yeah, well, it's because they've just been happening like one after like the other. And I'm just like, ah, it's like you said earlier, like there's all these posts and all these things going on. It's mm -hmm. really hard to like keep up. So, yeah, it's like. Yeah. You are on the roller coaster ride of life. My gosh, I'm, 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 I applaud you. How, how'd you get started doing all this? I started when I was like really little. I grew up with music in my house. My dad in was far in, Texas. In far Texas, in the Rio Grande Valley. My dad was a musician, and just my whole family. Like everybody loves music. We parties everybody was always singing i was always singing for my cousins and that's just where it started it started really in the home my parents are really cool they never put like limits on me never said oh you can't do this you can't do this they would let me like write on everything write on the walls like i was just like this wild artsy child and now this that's this is what's happened now <laughs> you know i do all the the fashion and the music and all that stuff wait wait, wait. hold on let's go back to your childhood they let you write on the walls Yes, I mean, I was just this weird child. They just I like freedom forever. So, you mean, my parents had the belt out of that or something. Spoiled, <laughs> spoiled child, huh? Like, no, I, that's he's a millennial. After me, that was it. I was just one and two, two daughters, and I think because of me, they were like, okay, let's, you know, she's a little out there. So, for, those of you, for those of you in far, if you guys see graffiti on the walls, Blame <laughs> the original graffiti artist, guys. <laughs> oh my gosh! But well, obviously you've turned out well, and you're very, you're, you're very pleasant. You have a great affect, so I, I'm admiring you already. And I haven't met you yet, so it's it's good to hear these things about you. So what's what do you what do you want? Well, gosh, you're. I don't want to ask what your ultimate goal is. Because I think you're talented and you can do darn near anything you want. You've got brains, you've got looks, you've got a great attitude. I'm just where where is this taking you? Yeah, but see, that's an unfair question too. What are all the things that you want to try as as you gain in popularity and fame and money and all that? You know, the yacht you want to buy. Ooh, the <laughs> I you know. More than anything, I just want to have those those big experiences. Like, I would love to be in a movie. Like you said earlier, like, work with a really big director. Um, come out on the big screen. Like, that's one of my goals. It's always been my dream since I was a little kid to win a Grammy. So I am very excited that I made the you first know, Grammy for the last Congratulations. Congratulations. Like, it's one step closer. We don't know what the final result will be, but at least we're making progress as the years go on. So um and above all i just i want to be a good daughter and i want to be a good mother and i want to be a good sister like my family is so important to me so uh those are my ultimate goals to be able to say i set a good example that my kids or my nieces and nephews can follow in my footsteps or my little fans like that's important to me for me to be able to leave a legacy of being a good person and being able to inspire people like other people have inspired me all right, 20 bucks says she's got a publicist. For you to recite all that just now off the top of your head, come on, it's memorized, it's rehearsed, it's canned. Come on, she's admit right. it, admit it. She says that on every show. <laughs> I have 
I have my notes. No, I'm just joking. She's chip, guys. She has a chip in the back of her head. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Hello. Hey, hi. Hold on. I got a test. Name two of your nie nieces, two of your nephews. Come on. Say their name. They'd be glad to hear it. As Sabella, she's my, my newborn niece. My nephews are Sebastian and Nathaniel. And I have two daughters, Delilah Bergman, Delilah Rose Bergman, and my stepdaughter, Allison. Darn it. She didn't say, uh. She's she not a robot. <laughs> She's not. I, I, was looking for her, I was looking for her eyes. AI. She's AI. <laughs> I'm surrounded by kids, but I love them all. They're so sweet. I use them in my projects too. So, <laughs> I'm putting them in the business too. Like in the last video I did, my daughter comes out in the beginning of the in the video. She's acting. She's playing little me. So, so that and was your wow. And your dad was in the video too, wasn't he? Well, he wasn't in the video, but we hired an actor to play my dad when he was young and oh. two you know young girls to play my sister and i when I, we were little because that's you know he would always play the guitar we would always dance like that's those are the youngest like the earliest memories i have of listening oh. to my you know play the guitar and for those of you in the audience who does not who do not know what we're talking about there are great videos magali de la rosa, de la rosa has has put out that are just fantastic they're, they're fantastically done the name of the director is benjamin no um, Valdemar Garcia. Valdemar. From, yeah. Great, eye, great videos. They're beautiful. I mean, they're artistic. And if you haven't seen them, you're going to see some of them tonight here on the Three Amigos show. And just, but I've got a question. So before you became Magali de la Rosa, what were you, what was your job? What did you do? Were you my the bad girl at the grocery store? Or? Uh, so my very my very first job, my dad owned like a snow cone stand, like a snow cone business. Yes, that's nice. So junior year and my senior year in high school, I had to work the snow cone <laughs> business. So there I was, like making snow cones and selling snow cones. So th that was my earliest job. And then I went to school after I graduated. And then after that, I had a job working with kids. It was like my, my first like kind of grown up job. And then after that, I just did music and fashion and music and fashion. So, mm -hmm. nice. when, uh, okay, I'm, it's just hard for me to wrap my head around because she's going. I just did music and fashion, music and fashion. How do you get started in fashion design? I mean, you just slap an outfit together and ta da! You're a fashion designer. Well, when my grandmother on my dad's side, she was a professional seamstress and tailor. So I also grew up not just with the music stuff, but like what, seeing her make clothes and all the fashion and fabrics and buttons and patterns, like all of that, I just like I took it in and it just always fascinated me. So when I got old enough to be able to sew, my mom taught me how to sew by hand when I was like nine and 10. And then when I was 14, I started using like a sewing machine and putting things together. And then sewing is just like driving. The more you do it, the better you are. Okay. Okay, yeah. I can understand that. You're designing all the clothes for the videos? Yes, all the clothes for awesome. the videos, the jackets for my band. Um, and this last one, Mujer Mexicana, was the hardest, like, because we had the big gown and we had all the guys had a different jacket. Ah, it was so stressful. <laughs> I was so tired doing that video, but it turned out good. So it was worth it. It was a, it was a good video. I like the video. It, I mean, was, it's, 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 it's it was artistic. Well and it, it represented the. Uh, the Mexican woman, you know, the Mexicana, uh, mujer Mexicana, and it was yes. it was great. It, even at the very end, when you were dressed in the, 
the red and uh, I think it was red, white, and green gown or something like that. And yeah, the travel. Yes, yeah. it was great. Sorry. Uh, the new C the new CD that you have. Uh, talk about that a little bit. Mujer Mexicana is my fifth studio album, and we worked super hard on this one. I think this is the longest and the hardest we've been in the studio, and uh, it's because everything just for me had to be like um, just perfect. I've got as I've gotten older, I've gotten more picky about my projects. I'm like, that doesn't sound good. We gotta go back and fix it. Like I drive everybody crazy because now I'm very perfectionist about everything. But we got it done and it has, it's 10 songs. They're awesome. We're promoting the third single off of that right now. And it's doing very well. And then that one is the one in the running for the Grammy right now. So Nice. And of course your videos come out every so often on our top 10 music video countdown, which is awesome. And uh, also our top 20 countdown. Yes. As well. So congratulations on that. You know, your fans are voting for you. Yes. Well, and thank you for, is you give, I think you said a post and um, people are going to come for me probably in the comments, but like you, it was somewhat controversial because you were like other people claim to like give artists a fair chance, but really they don't. And I think that you're definitely somebody that does. You give everybody a chance. You play everybody as much as you can. And I just wanted to take no, no problem. I mean, that, that's our job. That's our job as DJs. And some of these DJs, DJs are forgetting that, you know, they, a lot of them want to play what they want to play, their favorites, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with those. But, you know, we got to move on with the times. You got to give everybody a fair shot. You never know. You might be the one to discover that next big artist in Tejano music itself. So that's the reason why we're supposed to do it that way. Magali, yes. you got him started. Yeah, let's go. Let's keep it going. No, I'm just kidding. People are gonna be mad at this at this video. That's I'm, I'm used to people being mad at me all the time anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's when it comes to the truth, like that people don't want to hear it. But yeah, of course. That's like you you guys have a lot of fault, FM radio DJs, especially those guys. And that's right, I'm calling you out. FM radio <laughs> DJs are once a majority of the faults because they don't play all the new stuff. Yeah. <laughs> this is your fault. Okay. But you know what? It, we have to open up the dialogue sometimes because I feel like there is a lot of unfairness sometimes. Like yeah. people are like, well, I don't hear you on that radio station. I'm like, because they're not going to play me. They don't want to play me. And like, yeah. why is that? Like, you know what I mean? Come on, guys. Like, and then you yeah. have him plays everybody and gives everybody a fair shot. And that's what the new artists need. That's what this business needs is a fair shot and sometimes people don't even get that so and, and i'm like ronnie dangerfield i still get no respect <laughs> <laughs> and she's going who's ronnie dangerfield i know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> now, magali uh i have to be uh have to be honest about maybe 18 you, did you play fanfare back then 17 18 yeah 2018 i believe was my very first fanfare okay yeah. i think that's when i first saw you Mm -hmm. And it took me a couple of years to realize you were from Texas. Uh, I don't know why your sound didn't sound like Texas to me. So uh, do, do you get that a lot or is it just me? I do. We do get that. It's like a very international kind of sound. We do a lot of like electro pop cumbias and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And it's mostly because I love to entertain and I love to dance. I do love the ballads and the traditional Tejano songs, but like when those cumbias come on, it's like it's go time. Let's dance. Let's party. Like you and know. And the horns, the horns are different. Yeah, they I feel are. Like the, the Colombiana salsa, all that mixture in, into one. You know, 
bringing it into the Tejano side of it, you know, and then uh, we saw you a couple years ago at Fanfare. I think it was a summer one too because of COVID. But um, yeah. your presence on the stage, you know, you carry yourself, you command the stage, you command the audience. Your music was great. Everything was, was awesome in, in your stage presence. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, I remember that when I had like the silver outfit and like a crop top and the guys were in denim. I remember that. Yeah, it was very hot. Yes, it was. <laughs> Especially in the summertime trying to do fanfare outside. It was 100 and some, but like 159 or something like that. It was. <laughs> yeah. and, then you got, and then you got so much body heat around you, man. It made it feel even worse. This last fanfare, I was able to do a nighttime performance. So that was kind of good. It wasn't as hot. So. I still, I still have one. Uh, I think your very first CD that you came out with. I think I contacted you, um, and you had a, the CD itself. It had uh -huh. the blue background, and then you had like the little postcard that came with it. Yes, I still have that. Signed it. That was my very first one. Uh, that was it. That was the one that like got me into the, got me noticed in the business. We dropped one single, and it was the first time I, I had fans, and it was the first time people were asking for interviews. So that album will always be yours. Nice. Awesome. Well, it's about that time. We're going to go ahead and play one of your music videos here. And um, let's try it. Well, we're going to leave for we're going to leave the Mujer Mexicana one for last. We're going to leave that one okay. since I want a brand new one. But uh, awesome video. This one is called Quiero Que Vuelvas. Right yes. here on the Primigo Show. Miss Magali De La Rosa.
The Three Amigos Show is brought to you by Whoever said there was no perfect tequila was wrong. Now there's Mara Sur. Created from a family-owned recipe, our unique and flavorful tequila is made the traditional way and in a range of fun, easy-to-drink flavors. Using the finest agave grown and organically cared for in the state of Jalisco, that means no headaches, no hangovers, just the pleasure of classic tequila that is second to none. Join the Marasul family today. Right. All right. Yeah. You guys are joining us here on the Fair Amigo Show. We're here with Miss Magali de la Rosa. That is an awesome video. I love the I love the diner scene. Thank you. <laughs> Actor is a boxer, right? Yes, he's uh, Brandon Figueroa. Came out as the leading man in that video. So cool. He was so awesome to work with. And it all worked out. I was looking for an actor, and um, his manager also manages me now. And she's like, Brandon, Brandon can do it. I'm like, no, I don't want to ask him. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's like a champion. Like, what, you know, I, I was embarrassed to ask him, but she asked him. And he's like, yes, I'd love to do it because he is branching out into acting as well. We've actually done a couple of movies. He's on that movie that's going to come out on Prime. He, he has a part in that movie as well. And then we did another movie together before that. So he is branching out to acting. And he did such a great job. Well, how many Thank movies have you come in? What? How many movies have you come out in? Have have I or him? You. Me? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> One, I'm all counting. One, I'm trying to think of the names. Uh, Fist of Justice. I did a horror film. This other movie called Brownsville. That's the one I met Brandon on. Mm -hmm. Me. I just did Halloween Night. And then I did that one project that I can't talk about. So that's six projects. And five of them within the last year and a half. Wow. Yeah. Well, you recognize that. <laughs> <laughs> we need to be in the big projects. It's been a schedule. No, I'm still astounded about the fashion designer thing because I've, all these outfits, I mean, your, your album covers, the, the things that you wear, the videos, I mean, let's see if I, if I can get Wanda. Oh, gosh, there's so many windows. Like the Mujer Mexicana. Who came up with that outfit? Me. <laughs> you designed that. Yeah, I did design it and I made it and you can't really see like the very, very front of it, but like it's all, it has all beads, all rhinestones, all crystals, and it's very heavy. I think it weighs like seven pounds or something like that, maybe more. It's all like a, like a chain, chain fabric is what it is. Mm -hmm. Okay. How long did it take you to make that? That one, it, that one took about a week, but I can make a dress very quickly. I can make a dress in a day. I can sew very fast because I've been doing it for so long. It's like nothing sometimes to like just sew a quick outfit and roll with it. Now, when you do an outfit for yourself and then you have to do one for all, how many guys do you have in, in your band? I have five other band members and um, it is not easy sometimes. <laughs> like we, I've already meet like and, and you, met, you? they've worn the 
outfits, like the denim jackets and stuff, I just told my team, I'm like, okay, I need to start designing another set of jackets. So now we're going to get into <laughs> for the fall. Wow. They got to have new jackets. So that's going to be a fun project. <laughs> I remember one year we performed it at the Honda Music Awards and I wanted a certain look. And my mom, so sweet, bless her heart. She was there in the kitchen with me, helping me cut and helping me pin and helping me. So I think we ran out of time that we were literally gluing things to the jacket. But it worked. Nobody knew. You, only you guys now know. <laughs> now, is this something that you're doing for every show as well? Or you guys just go out there and just regular uh, clothes? Well, like I said, so we have these awesome jean jackets that I blinged out and they have the logo in the back and all that stuff. So we've worn those for a couple of shows. So I'm like, okay, we got to like put those to the side just for a little while and move in some new jackets. So we do have these Letterman jackets that we wore for another video that they haven't worn on stage yet. They're black and white and they have Magali de la Rosa on the back in red glitter. So I think those are next to hit the stage. So now I have to have something new ready. Well, then what are you designing for? What are you, what are you planning to design for the fans to wear? Because t-shirts, jackets, that sort of thing. It's You've got a design, a fashion designer flair. It's got to be just awesome. So yes. What Actually, we. I just sent over some product photos. They're having. I'm having a website developed where my fans can actually buy what the guys are wearing, and they can buy some of the outfits, like a variation of some of the outfits I've already worn on stage and blinged out baseball caps. So all of that's like getting worked on. So I'm very excited. Baseball caps, hello. Yeah. Baseball caps, hello. So, are gonna have like a whole line for anybody that wants to buy that. Nice. Well, speaking of websites, uh, where can they where can they look up for if the people don't know you? Where can they find more information about Magali de la Rosa? I am under all social media, just Magali de la Rosa. That's for YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, and I have two Facebooks. I have a fan page and then my regular one. And then, uh, but and then on Spotify and then on YouTube, guys. If you all want to see all the videos, check it out. There's like so many, all different styles for everybody's taste. So, so if you want to spend the weekend binging on Magali de la Rosa, there's plenty of content out there. Uh, we became friends six days ago, and I, she does so many huge events. If she meets with the fans, she does all these different events, and it's just amazing. It's you're. You look like you look and act and you are a star. And that's Thanks. just amazing to watch. So if you want to see more Magali de la Rosa, just Google her name and you will get plenty to see. And also, and also you can watch her videos on Tejano TV throughout the day. Oh, yeah, yeah. We got a TV station. <laughs> Don't forget that, man. We got a TV station. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm starstruck right now. I'm just like, uh-huh. Tell us more. Uh-huh. <laughs> Magali, uh, did you, Magali, did, of course you know, it, you have the, and I always get the acronyms wrong for that website, the IMB for actors. You're Not, on there. I don't have. IMDb. There's a I photo there. I think I need like maybe one more or two more credits to be able to qualify for that, but that's definitely something that's like next. Yeah. Uh, hopefully with these projects, if they come out and they're successful, I'll be able to get my credit with them. Nice. I'm keeping that. Some, now, with that, is do you have to send like the headshots with all your information out to uh, different directors or uh, movie casting crews and stuff like that to get picked up? 
Well, it just depends. So I have, aside from the fact that I've been doing the movies and stuff, which I've been booking in the Rio Grande Valley because a lot of them have been local. I do have an agency. I am signed with an agency in Austin, Texas named Entourage Agency. They just picked me up last fall. So they've also been sending me on, on jobs and they do have my headshot and info. So my agent just sends it to people and then they either book me or they don't. We're going to catch so, Magali on NCIS pretty soon. <laughs> I would love to do something like that. Yeah. So what artists would you like to collaborate with? Because your music is great. Who would, who would be your, your dream to collaborate with? Oh, that They asked me that in the last interview, and I've always really wanted to collaborate with Stephanie Mundiel. I just like, I, I very much admire her. I think every time she hits the stage, she's perfection, the way she dresses, her music is so great. And I feel like it's, there are like some similarities in the music. She's yeah. very heavy, like on the cumbia, of course, Gabriel is just like yeah. a genius, right? So she's definitely someone I love to work with. And I've she's met on her, top her, she's, so she's on top of her, she's on top of her fashion game too. So yes. you guys are right she's, there. I just oh. saw some that somebody took of her at a show and she looked incredible and everyone on her team does too so those are the goals i think what i want well that prompts the question have you received any criticism that maybe you're you and stephanie might be rivals or that you might have some animosity towards each other or or people that say one is copying the other any remarks along those lines no like that, not with her, but I do feel like, you know, you hear things from other artists or of course. God, such and such was talking about you or such and such doesn't like you, but ne never anything having to do with Stephanie, you know? Well, no. well that, that's what this show is for, it's for the cheese So uh, just go ahead and tell us what, what, what sort of things have you been hearing, <laughs> I mean, they don't tell me the things, they're just like that such and such doesn't like you or such and such is such a fake. And I'm just like, <laughs> okay, well, you know, it's obvious though, because like some people, they will be so nice to your face, but you know, that's <laughs> they're you know, doing this, and it's just like, it's whatever. Well, I mean, we all have to assume something. Any female Tejano artist is out there, she's got already been uh, compared to Selena. What have been the Selena comments? Come on, we know they're there. That's happened to me too. In some in some of the comments, they're not bad. They're positive, like, oh my God, like, wow, you remind me so much of her. And then there's maybe two or three comments on the other spectrum. They're like, you're never gonna be like Selena or you're <laughs> trying to be like Selena. And it's just like, oh, get over it, you know. I'll, I'll have to say this res respectfully. I think if you were performing in the 90s or she was still around today, I think you'd probably be the top person to really give her a run for her money. Oh, thank you. Mm -hmm. thank I think you. you. I think you would. I mean, both of you had the showmanship, the showwomanship, you know, yeah. designers, the music. You're being PC dancing. again. Huh? You're being PC again, showwomanship. Come on, it's showmanship. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry for being me then. <laughs> 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 well no, then I, I, I she's I okay. She set up the question that I've gotta ask it now because you were you were saying about uh people saying that oh you'll never be her or whatever. Okay. Um every every successful artist 
no matter how much they're loved, no matter how many millions and millions of people adore them, there's always someone that said something somewhere back in their past, you know, uh, that sticks with them. No matter how many, well, for me, uh, I was, I'm a Tahana artist and I, I love performing and I love, you know, being on stage, but it's that one little old lady that came up to me at the very beginning who said, you'll never be one of us. And no matter how many people love what I do, it's that one thing that sticks with me. And it, and every artist has it. What's the one thing someone has said to you that that you just can't seem to shake it? It always it's right there. It nags at you. Well, it's not so much that it nags at me, but it makes me. It's still that one comment that I'm like, oh yes, you know what I'm saying. Oh, I'll show you. It's that it's that kind of vibe, right? But I remember somebody told me one time. You don't have star quality. Wow. You're not going to make it. You don't have star quality. And I'm like, I'll show you otherwise. <laughs> many years ago, and this girl, she was kind of in, in the management game. And she's like, no, she's like, you know, we just don't really feel that you have star quality. It's just not going to happen for you. And I'm like, what? I'm like, I don't think so. How old were you? How, how old were you at the time? I was 24 at the time. And somebody has the audacity to want to crush somebody else's dream. That see, I don't understand that. It's either it's either fueled by jealousy or envy that they. I mean, did she seek you out or did you seek her out? I was working on a project that she was involved in and there, it wasn't just me. It was me and three other girls that were uh -huh. in the, like a girl group kind of thing. And she was managing that project. And I remember her, she made a lot of comparisons between me and the other girls. And I remember she's like, you know, you just don't have what it takes. Like you don't have star quality. Like, it's just not like, you know what I mean? basically like sit like you're going to be in the background and stuff like that and then uh that's not true because and it's not to put the other girls down because they were amazing they did not pursue music anymore they stopped doing what they were doing and i kept going on and on and on and it wasn't easy i had a lot of like roadblocks but they don't do music anymore they went off and did other stuff which is awesome too but uh you know i don't think I'm pretty sure she's still following you, right? <laughs> well, I want to thank the little girl of, that used to draw on the walls and, and did fashion design because you said, yeah, I'll show you. Uh, I think you're definitely doing that now. So um, you can let that little thing go. It doesn't nag at you anymore because <laughs> look at where you are. Look at what you're doing. And there's more to come in your career. And yeah. I can't wait to see what's next. Well, and I just want everyone, now that we're on that topic, like for the younger artists or anybody who's like starting out, don't let people tell you what your fate is. They don't know what they're talking about. Just ignore it and don't let people put you down. And as far as like the comments and the hate comments and stuff like that, just ignore it because they're just, they don't have goals and they don't have time to be, you know what I'm saying? They, they have too much time on their hands. And I think they were abused children. <laughs> oh my gosh! I don't. <laughs> That's the truth. Where are you Anyways. No, 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 we just need to put up a sign that says "seek therapy" or something. Oh God! 
If you want therapeutic points, just call us the three of me. One hundred. The Magali Benovosa therapy hotline. Your line. <laughs> Do we have more videos? One. Yes, but let's get uh, some of these comments here. Uh, Jesse Duarte Senior says, "Shout out to Marcus Daniels from your friend." What's up, Jesse? Waco in the house. Loretta McCarthy says, "Fantastic." Loretta's a great fan. Albert Miranda says, hello, welcome, happy Wednesday. I am in San Antonio, Texas. Hello, Magali. Now somebody has to tell me what all these emojis are. I'm sorry, I'm an old fogey. I see a woman waving a hand, a smiley face, and then three smiley faces, and thumbs up and a heart. And people say, I can read that and tell you what it all means. I haven't. <laughs> They're just pictures. Hi, uh, Albert. Nowadays, in that new, it's that new lingo. They write in emojis. Oh no, it's Ebonics all over again. Bobby Castaneda says hello everyone from California. Awesome. Bobby Castaneda. Thank you, Bobby. Awesome. Uh, Jesse Duarte Sr., Jesse Waco, Texas in the house. Uh, we have Miss Irene Mendoza says hello, three amigos, and Magali de la Rosa, all the way from Arizona. Hello, Miss Irene. So yes, to answer your question, yes, we do have another video. And uh, this is an awesome song, awesome video, and this one is called No Soy La Misma, right here on the Three Amigos Show. Miss Magali De La Rosa.
you had to keep that look from that woman at the end of the video. <laughs> Shout out to that was the most jealous look I've ever seen. That was great. That was perfect. Now that was a, that was another Valdemar Garcia video. The cloud wall with the lights running through it. I'm still trying to figure that one out, how that was achieved. I was like, that's pretty cool. He's do, he does some innovative stuff. He's very creative. So the story with him is that when I put out my very first single from my last album, I really wanted to do this crazy, amazing video. It was my breakout song, you know, totally independent, all of that stuff. and. I don't know how I found him like on Instagram, but I did. And I took a chance because I'd never worked with him before. He sent me the final cut and I I swear, I, I cried. I'm very emotional. So I cried and I'm like, this is exactly what I want. It was the first time I had written a script for something and gotten all the dancers and the choreography and it all came together so smooth. And after that, I was sold. I'm like, I have to work with him on everything now. So that's what we've been together for years now. You've, you've obviously got a vision because is everything working out or is it progressing like you thought it would? Yes. I mean, or, or have there been huge surprises or huge disappointments? Mm, I wouldn't say huge disappointments. I would say that everything that I have envisioned has been coming true, but it's yeah. coming a little fast. I'm like, ah, like, you know. Well, but, this industry is a—it's a roller coaster ride. So enjoy it. Enjoy every facet of it. Explore every every possibility. Yes. Uh, you know, stretch. Use your imagination and stretch your abilities and try everything, like you said. Definitely. I'm, I'm amazed. Thank you. Yes, you I touched, have the time to try everything, you know, and make it work. Try to make it work. Yeah, you touched on it just a bit there. I, I think we've been listing, leaving something off your list: choreography. Yes. So oh, come on. Come on, V. <laughs> get, get out. Get out. Get off. Give it So, dancing as long as I've been drawing on walls, too. Like, I just. <laughs> <laughs> I've been dancing. My parents had me in dance when I was little. And, and it was so weird because I never stuck anything out. I only stayed long enough to learn as much as I wanted to and then I left and then I do my own thing with it, you know, and that's kind of uh, how it's been for the choreography with the music videos. I have some experience in hip hop, some in salsa, some in bachata, some in ballet. And then depending on the song or the like the hook of the song, I'll go in the gym and I'm like, this works with this. Da, 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 da. And then I've used the same dancers pretty much for every video. So they already know the drill. I do the video, I send them the video, they learn it. Then they just show up on set and they're amazing. Triple threat. You're a triple threat? Oh Thank my gosh. All right, then here's a question. What do you absolutely suck at? What is the one thing that you, you are really terrible at that you just cannot do? Oh gosh, I can't roller skate. It's terrible. I'm terrified to roller skate. I, I wanted to do a music video where like I'm roller skating and I'm doing like a disco kind of thing. No, I went to go practice with my daughter because she's amazing at it. I fell twice. I'm like, I'm out. I can't. <laughs> I'm not coordinated that way. Like sports wise, I'm not coordinated. Like I could probably never ski. I, I can't rollerblade. I can't do those things. It's weird. I'm not coordinated for that. Could you imagine seeing? Could you imagine seeing at the Hummel video where they're 
like roll bouncing they're all in a line skating like that and doing all these little tricks with the, the skates and everything like that i would i would be sitting down watching them do it <laughs> i felt so bad too we have it on film i think it's awful oh post the clips that would be a that would be a first of its kind right there <laughs> <laughs> but no, okay. this, uh, I, I like well, the. Don't say go ahead, Mark. I, I like the the dramatization that you have in your videos. I mean, you play those out very well, and it's like there's there's like a meaning in every single video. It's not like just video shots of you singing and then uh, different angle here, different angle there. I mean, there is that, but there's always like a story built into your to your videos. Yes, the story is so important, and I think some of those earlier videos were um, very dramatic. I had not done like the movie stuff and the commercial stuff yet. So I was longing for that acting. I was longing to like put myself in something where I could act. And I think that's where you see me being all like crying, <laughs> 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 you know? Cause I wanted to act, I wanted to express myself that way. But um, yeah, the stories to me are so important and they're very fun to come up with. You know, it's always super stressful, but I love it. Like, you know, it's so weird. Like, and I love to work under pressure too, so. So what's, what was plan B? I mean, if this whole music and acting thing didn't work out, what would plan B have been? And like, or without, was there one? I would be doing fashion. If I wasn't doing um, the, the acting and the singing, definitely would be doing fashion full time. Uh, and if not that, then I would probably go into teaching because I was already getting my credits for early childhood development, like to work with kids. So, um, yeah, I would probably do that. Would that still be something in the works where you have your own clothing line? Uh, definitely, definitely. I want to do so much with the fashion, but the music right now is taking all my attention. So I can only do it in, in fragments. You know what I mean? And it's easier to do women's clothes and the guy jackets, just the jackets for now. And then, of course, the T-shirts and the merch and stuff. But I want to do kids clothes. Like, that's always been my dream, too. But all of that is just... That would be like a lot right now. Too much. Wait, what do you what do you mean kids clothes? I mean, I'm I'm trying to think of blinged out kids. <laughs> like So like I always dressed my daughter, you know, when she was little. I was always I would always make her clothes and like costumes and things like that. And so um I think it would be fun to do like a line for kids or you know, something like or dresses. I always go to the girl thing because like guys are hard to dress. Sorry guys. I figured it would be more simple. Just no. a shirt and jeans, and we're simple. No. Like, Every woman that's in a relationship plays Ken doll with their boyfriends. Yeah. They tell them, you can't wear this, you can't wear that. Wear these. I'm going to throw this out. Now, tell me it's not true. Go ahead. <laughs> it's not you, true. You, do that with, <laughs> you Tell me you don't do that with your husband. You, you sit there and dress him up say, you're not wearing that shirt today. No. Well, uh huh. Look, wait, I don't care what he wears, like, whenever <coughs> dates and all that stuff. But he's in my band, and so we are in, in together. So when we hit the red carpet, like, I want to coordinate and I want to match. But he's so cool about it. Like, he doesn't care. He loves it. So He's, your, like, manic he he's your mannequin doll? Yes. <laughs> my Latino Ken. I love it. Now, um, see, we're we're 52 minutes into this. I'm oh, sorry, we're 50 minutes into this interview, and just like all the other female Tejano artists, they fail to mention the members of the band. They're just, I don't know, 
they're just background <laughs> or something, you know, because it's all you and um, they, you know, they have, you know, they're just there as decoration. Uh, would you care to introduce the members of your band or say yes. their names? Yes, of course. I will start with, I have Greg Garza on guitar. He's also a songwriter as well. He's done some of the tracks to some of my uh, on some of my albums, and he also has a song right now on the the Tejano Gold Countdown. He's an artist as well. And then on bass, I have Frank Muniz, who's super awesome. Hi, Frank. And then I have um, Noe Tovar, who is my husband. He plays the trumpet. And we have Jennifer Watts also on trumpet. And then we have Oscar Lozano from Revo Live Band. He's kind of helping us out right now. He's been on the road with us while we've been doing our shows and he's been playing the drums for us and he's amazing. And I love Reba Life Band, shout out to them. They're wonderful. They're also from the Rio Grande Valley. Didn't you start with your label back in the day? And you under Fada Records? I, me? Yeah. No, I never was with them, but we have a song that we did together. So we're hoping to push that out sometime after the holidays, because it's a hot, fire Gumbia. So we've had it in the works for a little bit. So it'll be my first collaboration with anybody. So it'll be great. Nice. So serious question then. So are you a diva? That's what everybody really wants to know because I know I've worked with female artists mm -hmm. all the time and you know, the guys, you know, we, we sit in the back of the van and you know, she gets to call the shots of where to go, what where to go to eat. She has to have her own room. They get all these perks. So are you a diva? Just just let us know. Just say it out loud. No. It's okay, it's okay to say Delia's name if you want to. You can say Delia. <laughs> no, I'm not bossy. I don't tell the guys what to do, what I want to eat. You have to do this for me. None of that stuff. I'm there willing to get my hands dirty, like pick up equipment and things like that. They don't let me do it, but... I will do it. I'm I'm very hands-on with everything. I'm not like, you have to carry my bags and all that kind of stuff. But what I will say, I am a diva with myself on how I look and how I perform. Like, I expect a lot out of myself. Now, from everybody else, I'm super nice and super cool and chill. But with myself, I'm very like, you need to look like this. You need to da-da-da-da-da. Your outfit needs to be this. Da, 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 da. Like, I'm very hard on myself when it comes to showtime. So you don't tell the guys what outfits they need to wear for the videos or for on stage? Just the jackets, everything okay, else. Just the jacket. I, I, no, I'm just, I'm just trying to you know, put the pieces <laughs> together in my mind. So, so it's just the outfits, just for the, just the jacket. Okay. Just so. the jacket. Everything else they can accessorize, wear sunglasses, do ripped jeans, whatever they want to do. But I do like the jackets to all look the same. Okay. Okay. So not a diva. All right. Um, how He's far? Like <laughs> when it comes to production of your music, are you really more hands-on, or do you just let your producer just take over the whole thing, or are you there in the studio saying, "Yes, I like it this way. No, I don't like it that way. Let's add this, take this out, or change this up a little bit." Are, are you hands-on in that area? I feel like I'm hands-on for certain songs. Like there's some songs that I feel don't need anything; they don't need any fixing. And then there's some where I'm like, you know what? We need a little more this or a little more that. One time we had to do a song completely over because they had done it in the wrong key. And um, they too were high like, or too low. <laughs> they were like, it was too, um, it was too low. And they're like, well, we can just change like the melody to make it work. I'm like, no, because the beauty of the song was that it 
was supposed to be in a higher register. And it so, opens up. Yeah. And so then they they did it over again. And and I, I'm glad that they did because it's one of my highest streaming songs on Spotify. So I think it was worth doing it all over again. So I am in that way. I feel like the last three years have been very like hands-on or like I'll go back and I'll fix my vocals if I think something. But they're like, but we can tweak it. I'm like, but like, let me just tweak it and I'll fix it how it needs to be. And since you are a songwriter, maybe you can let our audience know what it's like, because when you write a song, you hear it in your head, you hear it a certain way, and then you present it to people, it's your baby. And sometimes they tear that baby apart and they it becomes something that you don't even recognize anymore. How does that feel? Let people know what that feels like. I mean, the person that does that the most to me is is my dad because he is a songwriter. He's written the majority of the songs on my albums. So I'll go to him and he'll be like, yeah, he's gonna be up like this, not good. Or like, you need to fix this or you need to fix that, you know? But that's how you learn. I would say I'm definitely a better vocalist than I am a songwriter. Okay. You know? um, I'm not the number one songwriter in the world. <laughs> I'm better at passion than I am at songwriting. But the thing to remember is there are no bad songs, just bad arrangements. I mean, take for instance, someone's knocking at the door, somebody's <laughs> ringing the bell, do me a favor, open the door, let him in. Come on, no stupider lyrics could be written, but it's a hit <laughs> song just because of the arrangement, the way it was done. Yeah. So yeah. always have that in mind. Definitely. Speaking of which, is your dad your biggest critic, respectfully, or are you your biggest critic? I feel like when I was younger, he was definitely my biggest critic, but I felt it was because he was protecting me, and he had to be my biggest critic. Now I'm my biggest critic. I'll go back and look at a performance, and I'm like, ah, I'm like, I didn't like how that sounded, or I'm going to do something different next time, or like, and it's mostly concerning, like, how I look in my videos or my outfits. I'm like, oh, that should have been a little smaller. That should have been a little better. That should have been like <laughs> something that you guys maybe won't notice. I will notice. I'll take note of it. And then next time it will. So I am you're, like, you're, you're, you're your biggest critic then. <laughs> Every little shot. No, I shouldn't have done that. Oh. Yeah. Are, are you, like, like for us, we can really, we can't really watch the show because either <clears throat> We just can't really understand our, vo our own voices or anything like that. Are you like that to where you, you just can't watch yourself or you can't listen to yourself or you're okay like, with it? This is like a super fun interview and I would watch it, definitely watch it again. But there are some interviews that I've had that I'm like, ooh, I don't want to see myself talk on screen. Like, <laughs> like I don't want to see that interview. Like, I'll get embarrassed, you know, and I don't want to watch it. So. But I'd I mean, rather do you get that way? Do you get that way through your videos or your music or anything like that to where you just can't listen to yourself or you're okay? Not videos, but I admit, like, I don't know how I'm going to look on camera for these film projects we've done because I haven't seen any of the footage. So I'm kind of like, oh my God, what if I look dumb or something? Like, you know, I'm kind of embarrassed for that. But the modo, too bad they already shot it and it's going to be somewhere at some point. So, okay. yeah. No. It's it's like when I do when I do my shows or when I did the top twenty countdown, I was like, damn, I can't I can't hear myself 
talking like that while we were at times. But I mean, I have to listen to it because make sure I didn't screw anything up or I have to repeat myself or <laughs> differently. So I have to listen to it. It's just like, I really can't stand it. But I know some of those, like some people can't really watch. You get interviews and people are like, man, I can't listen to myself or I can't watch myself because I don't like the way I sounded or looked at that point. Yeah, definitely. No, so when it, you're going through your, I'm sorry, Juan. Oh <laughs> you, you, mentioned, you mentioned a while ago, you said, uh, you know, dang, I think that was might have been too big. <laughs> I, really, I don't hear you saying that. I, I really don't because your, your earrings, the jewelry, <laughs> the puffs, it's all big. It's a, you're, you're in your fashion, your design. And when you're thinking about these videos, is that part of it? You want it to stand out? You, oh, you, yeah. You, yeah. And I'm real big about like the headpiece stuff. So like, I think we did a show um, on this last past Friday and like I had the crown and the flower thing. And like, I always go by theme too. Like if I know that there's gonna be some kind of theme to the festival or theme to the show, like I will play into that. Like we did a, a show at the House of Blues so I'm like, I have to have a blue outfit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, let's go with the trend. Let's go with the flow. And so, um, yeah, I like I like things to stand out. I love glitter. I love sequins. I'm always going to leave a trail behind. You know, like Hansel and Gretel left like the food. I leave glitter and sequins so y'all can find right. me. <laughs> I can imagine you. I can imagine you cringing, cringing when you see some of these bands walk up there with their T-shirts and tennis shoes and... You wanna you wanna, you wanna grab them and take them to dress them and then she go back. The, she wants to be the bling fairy. Bling, they look better. So yeah. that's what I would do too. Okay, so going back to that one question, you're like, well, so what would you do if you went acting and and dancing and singing and stuff? That would be a fun job to have to be a stylist to like style people if they needed it or if they wanted it. Like, I think that could be a really fun cool job. Like, help people bring out the personality. Me, you're like stylist. My number is uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dean needs a stylist. So if you ever want to do his hair, put, uh, put the braids back on. Hey, <laughs> give it a, oh man, so, I had a, okay, wait, no, now I've got to ask her. So what was, what was your biggest fashion fail? What was the one outfit that did not work or you were on stage and it fell apart or blew up or caught fire? I love your question by the way, you have fabulous, like they're not the same questions, like, you know, as maybe previous interviews, you're just like so great. Okay, so this is a fun, funny, sad kind of story. <laughs> <laughs> and this was a big performance too. This was, I, I had done a collaboration with an Armenian pop star and we were doing a huge show. It was just one song, but they had dancers and live. I mean, they had it all, like, you know? And I had this, made this corset. It was like a white thing and it had pearls, like strands of pearls on it. So we're on stage in front of like thousands of people and one of the strands of pearls pops. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, because you see the dancers and they're just like <laughs> down. Like, I'm like, if somebody just, even one person steps on one of these things, everyone's gonna go flying, wow. you know? I was so embarrassed, but the people that were videotaping were like, we didn't even notice that. I'm like, well, I noticed it. Probably, it. I'm probably horrified in the film. But it was so embarrassing. I was panicking. And I was younger, too. So I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I'm going to get in trouble. Like, you know what I'm saying? But the strand popped, and it was a lot of pearls. It was like 40 pearls. Where I'm like, oh. 
God. Well, see, if everybody would have fell, you'd be like, I don't know what happened. Everybody. There'd be the fingers pointing. It was crazy. It was, it was, I was very stressed out, but oh well. <laughs> <laughs> you made it through, so. There you go. If, if you were to cross over to another genre besides Tejano, which genre would you cross over to and why? I would definitely do like a crossover into R&B, R&B English music. I mean, that's also been a huge inspiration to me. I grew up listening to Whitney Houston and Mariah Carey and Lauren Hill and like all those artists, Amy Winehouse. Oh my God, I love her. Like, you know, so I think that that, that is actually in the works for the future to do something in English, something R&B. And if you guys dig in, dig, 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 dig into my iTunes, I do have an EP there of five songs and they're in English and they're like R&B-ish. And um, it was just a project that I wanted to do and fund by myself. And, you know, I was just getting my feet wet writing, you know? So um, you guys can go find that on iTunes as well. It's called Revival. That was the name of the EP. Revival. I like I've ever seen that. And you also did a video for that too, didn't you? Yes, I did. Yeah, I remember so, seeing that. Yeah. A doo-wop, hip-hop kind of like vibe and i think that's something i'd like to do in the future nice but more professional <laughs> but would you say no to a collaboration with some rapper saying yo babe you look so fine i just want to you know mm, <laughs> i asked before um if i would do a collaboration with a rapper and i did tell oh my earring came off and i did tell my representative i said look i would love to do a collaboration but i'm not going to do one where they're very derogatory or i have to come up kind of type of way i won't do that <laughs> you don't want to have to explain to your daughter <laughs> what this was about no exactly and i don't i don't feel i need to do that you know so um it's fine for other people but i don't think that suits me and you know you always have to do what is is you and i don't think that's me but if they would like to come and do something else where they're not you know being real crazy that would be fine okay okay i'm looking at the the necklace that you're wearing right now those are huge <laughs> now i could never I, I had so much trouble back in the 90s trying to find <laughs> outfits i always had to go to women's shops to find <laughs> jackets and stuff that would that had flair to them, and yeah. so, well, where, where should I shop now? Oh God, I don't know. I don't. That's and that's the thing that there's. I feel like there is a lack of men's clothes, a certain mm -hmm. clothes, and that's why I have to make my band's clothes because you can't just find it anywhere, you know. So something to explore for the future. So that means you've had to do emergency repair on the road. Yeah. I actually just did that for this last performance we had. Some of the beads fell off of one of the jackets, and there I am. I'm like, fixing the jacket at the last minute. They're like, you're not even going to see it from the stage. I'm like, I, I'll know it's not there. I have to fix it. I'm crazy like that. So. Well, the, as a fashion designer, then, I, I know that you've got initial ideas, but will somebody... You know, like if, if you open a boutique and and you have to come up with new fashions, would you be collaborating with someone or hiring an agency or someone to take over that facet of, of your business? Or I would you be actively involved in each design still and still be an entertainer and still be an actress? 
See, I think I would have to take on a partner and a manufacturer in order to do that if I am still doing the music and the acting stuff because that does take a lot of time. Mm -hmm. um, the designs go, I would want them to still be mine, but I would have to take on a partner. And that is something I've considered too. I'm like, I'm trying to meet the right people to, to come on board for me to actually have a partner. And it has to be the right fit. It can't just be like, oh, you interested? If you don't fuse together, it won't work. So I am looking now for a collaborator. So I think reveal to the world right now, you've had an idea for a name for your fashion design, for your, for your boutique and stuff. What is the name of it? Come on, just let it out. Well, no, it's just, it's gonna be my name, my brand, Magali De La Rosa. I gotta stick it all together. <laughs> or maybe just Magali, you know? Like See? Sally. Yeah, Magali, just sim simply Magali. Or simply Magali. <laughs> I, th I think what Dee's trying to ask is when he goes back on the road and they start touring again, <laughs> will you design their outfits? I could design it, but I can't sew it because I wouldn't have I, he would have to learn how to sew. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> you see these myths? <laughs> But I used to thread my mom's needles. I used to do that for her, was thread her needles for her and have the pin cushion full of pins and needles. Yep. I have that, all that in my little section. And right now it's time for me to give my official announcement for every episode we've done. This is normally supposed to be in a one hour show and we are now at one hour and eight minutes and we have not achieved that goal yet. We've never had a one hour show. They've been an hour and a half, hour 45, two hours. And we appreciate you sticking around with us. But if you have to go, you have to go and just, just let us know. I'm just letting you know that when Tejanos and artists start to talk about the business, the road, and all the disasters and successes, it turns out to be a lot of fun, but a long show. So I'm just giving you the one one hour warning. Okay. <laughs> So if you have to go to the bathroom or get a drink, <laughs> you can always catch the replay on Tejano TV. <laughs> you don't realize that during the videos, everybody scrambles for the bathroom. Oh, my God. <laughs> during the commercials after the video, say, I got to go real quick. <laughs> Let's give a couple shout outs real quick. Going out to uh, Richard Tex Linares. Saludos desde Pueblo, Mexico. Puebla, Mexico. Saludos. Saludos. To... Rockin' Rupert Pacheco, saludos y'all. He's out, I think he's located in New Mexico or Arizona now. And he Hi. plays with, he plays with uh, Ruben Ramos. Very and, cool. Uh, awesome, awesome DJ. I used to work with him at uh, Beanie Radio back in the day. Uh, Richard Texley, saludos Magali, desde Puebla, Mexico. Saludos. Saludos, Hi, mi Richard. buen amigo Marcus. Saludos. Saludos. Man, I'm chopped liver every week, man. Marcus, Marcus, Marcus. Okay, fine. I get it. I get it. Now you know how I feel when they say saludos to the artist, but not the DJ. Well, you're just a bad dude. Just face it. This is your your lot in life. You're the background guy. You're just supposed to do production. You're not even supposed to be on screen. It's supposed to be just the Marcus and D show. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say I was a bad guy. I was like kind of. <laughs> Oh, no, 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 you're good at what you do. You just know your place. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Oh, he left. Oh, you heard his feelings. Oh. <laughs> He's running the show. No, we have no way to turn this on or off. 
So Magali, you just stuck for the make until oh he's back. El guy. <laughs> yes, and I, I, can, I control everything in the show. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, buddy. Uh, thank you. I appreciate. Now I know how D feels when he gets himself out of the show. <laughs> thanks, thanks, thanks. See, there you go. Pretty soon, it's just gonna be D. It's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be Marcus and Magali. Pretty soon, just by himself. Yeah. I know. Great show, though. <laughs> Magali, uh, your video library—it's—it's it's pretty thick. More than other artists, do you, you really focus on putting out videos? Uh, what do you call it? Vis visuals for yes. for your songs? Yes, I don't feel like, for me at least, I don't think I could put out a single if it didn't have a video. Um, for the last album, Corazón Rebelde, I think we did nine. We did nine videos that, and wow. it. it it was a lot, but I felt like it was necessary. I really needed to push that album because, um, I, you know, I'm not with a label. I'm not signed to a major deal or anything like that. So you have to put in that work and you have to get the fans' attention and get new fans and push and push and push, you know. And I feel like um, going back to something that I've never really mentioned, like I don't have like connections in the business. I didn't start in this business knowing like a bunch of people. So I feel like when you don't have those connections or you're very new and you don't really know much about the business, I feel like you have to work twice as hard, you know, to get out there. You should have did a, like a double CD release, just one of the music itself and the other one of the, the DVD of videos. Well, thank you. I might, I can still do it though. Thank you for, I'm gonna get my notes and write that down. <laughs> thank there you. Go. There you go. Idea by Juan Mendoza in the liner credits. That's a good. There you go. <laughs> nice. So growing up in the industry, of course, your dad had big influence on you. Who else in Tejano or outside of Tejano did you want to be like? And don't say Marcus Daniels. <laughs> well, like I mentioned before, you know, I really, I, I'm a like a vocalist. That's first and foremost. Like I love to sing, and I love to sing very loud, and I put a lot of soul in it. So, I mean, Whitney Houston watching the Bodyguard movie for the first time, I was like, oh my goodness, you know what I'm saying? Or seeing like Dalia act, and she was also a singer. Selena, of course, my goodness, like uh, just so many female. In Christina Aguilera, when I first heard her sing, I mean, wow. You know, so so many female vocalists, and like like you mentioned before, my dad having a lot of music in the house, watching my aunts and my uncles dance at the bailes, like you know what I'm saying. So many, so many influences. Still today, I'm getting influenced every day by new artists. Nice. What uh, what shows do you have coming up? Well, we're planning on having some shows in the month of September, but nothing has been confirmed. But that, I think that would be in the in the valley. I don't think we're going to be traveling much for that. And then something's coming up in October, but I can't really talk about it yet until I get a, like a confirmation from my manager. But that's going to be really fun if that happens. And then once uh, I can announce it, I'll announce it when it goes. <laughs> so, and then and then after that, I'm not really sure. Just I, I just know about the, the the couple of shows in September, the one in October, and then after that, I'm not what's what's on the agenda are you going to be taking part or going to the tahano music awards 
I'm not sure yet. It it all depends if I get nominated. No, I'm just joking. No, I, don't, I, qualify, I didn't qualify for much this year. I will next year with Mujer Mexicana because it didn't meet the whatever material I put out hadn't met the requirement yet for the dates, you know. Um, but I do think I have one or two songs that possibly could be nominated. But I think we are planning on going. Well, speaking of the Mujer Mexicana video, I mean, it's so artistically done, and you folks will see it in just a few moments. But who whose idea was it to do the song? I mean, where did the song come from? And it was my dad's idea to do the song, and actually, he's had this song for a really long time since like the '80s. He's had this song. He has a huge library and books filled with songs. And he is just this crazy writer. He can write a song like that. And he has so much material. But this song, he really envisioned it for me. And he's like, I think I've had it for all these years leading up to this moment for you to, to for you to now have it. And so he had that idea that it would be like a Tejano song and then it would convert into a mariachi song. So really the idea started with him. And then I loved it so much. I'm like, I want the whole album to be Mujer Mexicana and, and kind of devote, like, you know, a, a dedication to all the work we've been doing over the years, you know? So did mariachi scare you? Does mariachi music scare me? Having to sing it. Oh, okay. no, not at all. I love, I some of my first demos starting out when I was younger were, were mariachi songs. So, and my husband is in a mariachi group too. His whole family, they're mariachis. Literally. So there's like a whole, I see it every day. I live it every day. I go watch them perform. My father-in-law, my mother-in-law, my my brother-in-laws, all of them are mariachis. All of them. Because the thing about mariachi, you can either sing it or you can't. And the, I mean, it takes a lot of support. I mean, Marcus sings mariachi and it blows me away. It was like... Marcus is like... No. No. Oh, what do you call papalote? What do you call papalote, Marcus? Really? Oh well, it originally it was, but my, the version I do is not. Oh, so it was, it was just all outfit, huh? It was all outfit. It was just outfit. Did it have no orchestra style? But okay, you, you can either sing mariachi or you can't. I mean, that it's just just simple as that. It's not easy. I, I'll tell you that it's definitely not easy to sing mariachi music. But I'm not scared of it. But I will say that. A lot of my tracks, they're not like full mariachi tracks. They're like mariachi right. pop. So maybe one day we'll see if I really got it. <laughs> but I do love the, the that style of music. And and you you know you are right. Doing that part in in the recording studio, it uh it was not easy. It was difficult, but it was worth it. Having the support, holding those notes out for full length, getting the vibrato going. Yes. Tough. It was tough. You're right. It was very tough. I'm su I'm surprised that you haven't really done any kind of collaboration. You earlier we were talking about uh you know doing possibly one with uh, Stephanie Montiel that you would like to do one, yeah. and you guys pretty much run parallel in the industry. I mean similarities, a lot yeah. of similar stuff. But I'm surprised that you haven't done a lot any or a lot of collaborations with anybody. You know what? I haven't. I, I think it's for lack of uh, that I don't want to or that they don't want to. I think that people are just so busy. All the artists out there that, that I follow and that I like, 
they're putting out projects left and right too. So it's like, when, when do we find the time to like fuse? And uh, when we do find the time, I'm sure it'll be right, you know, with whomever I just decide to do a collaboration with. Sometimes the best collaborations are like you bump into them at a reward show. Oh, sorry. Hey, you want to do something together? Yeah, yeah. Just give me a call. Okay, okay. And that's right. how it happens. It so is. I'm, I'm hoping that for you. Just one day. Okay, let's get together. That would be awesome. D. Marcus and Magali collaboration. Yeah. Oh, here we go. The <laughs> <laughs> <A> song. <laughs> Mariachi song. Mariachi. <laughs> I can do the Jamaican. I can do the Rasta. <laughs> you want me to rap on it? I can do that. Nice. Well, we're about that time. Let's go ahead and get into our last video here. And this is a brand new one. And of course, it is, it is on Tahano TV. And you guys can vote for it on our top 10 music video countdown. And this one is called Mujer Mexicana. Brand new. De La Rosa. Right here on the Three Amigos Show.
If you can't tell, I'm making the stanky face because to hit that last note, I, how many takes did it take? Come on. Ugh, I So I did, we did like the first initial take and then my producer was like, um, you're going to have to come back in the studio and you're going to have to fix that last note. He's like, no quedo. That's what he said. He's like, it didn't. It, it, it sounded very tense. So like I went back in and then by the second time I had already been practicing, I did it once and then we did one for safety and then he picked the best one. It was hard. It was definitely hard. Like I said, I'm making the stanky fix. That was tough to do and to put a vibrato on top of that and uh -huh. it, it just nailed the pitch. I just, we're not worthy. Thank we're not you. worthy. <laughs> but you're right. It was a tough one. It was one of the tougher things I did on the album was that little part. Well, I'm convinced you're the real deal. On the cake? Uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. On the cake, it said 100K. What did the 100K stand for? Yeah, yeah, yeah what was that? Oh, so the the video we had done before that was Muero Por Tu Amor, which was a ballad. And within five days, it hit over 100K. So I told my, my director, I want to put that somewhere in there. And something really nice about that song and video is that I submitted it to the South Texas International Film Festival because they have a category for music videos mm -hmm. and mine was picked. So they're going to be showing it in September and it's in competition right now with the other ones in that category. So I'm like, so excited. Look on the screen, guys. Guess who's coming in next week? We've got <laughs> Madison Pulido coming up and she's saying hello to Magali de la Rosa. I love yeah. Madison the best i always send her love and good vibes she's so sweet and so talented such a great person i love her yes we also had a commercial here while she's on the screen let me go ahead and introduce that to her uh here's what we have for next week's show this week on the three amigos show at just 22 years of age madison pulido is already on the road to stardom with her first two hit releases porque será and cosquillar and she's got a brand new cd Having won the award for Best Uprising Female at last year's All-Star Music Awards, we know that you want to know what's next for Madison Pulido. We'll all find out next time. Right here on the Three Amigos Show. Masching on Radio. Madison, change the name of that song because saying cosquillarte is hard. Cosquillarte. <laughs> cosquillarte. That was an awesome song, though. I liked it. All I gotta say, Magali, I think you're the real deal. I think you've got great talent. You've got a great, you've got, a, it's clear you've got a vision about where you wanna be and where you wanna go and, and how you wanna get there and the person you wanna be on that journey. And gosh, I'm the, you're an inspiration to, I hope, to artists everywhere that Thank the, you. you can achieve these kinds of things and still be a great person. Please don't be a, a snobby, I, I can't curse. Okay. I, I, probably, I don't like that kind of behavior. I've met some people that I was like, you know, wanting to meet. And then I meet them and I'm like, they're so mean. <laughs> they're so they tell mean. you never meet your heroes. Never. Yeah, that's what they say. But I hope to never be like that, especially with my fans. Like, I love them so much. So. Hey, Marcus, I'll, I'll make a bet. When I meet when when I meet Magali in person, I'll be walking past and she'll just raise her glass like, "Can me another." <laughs> she won't even look at me. She'll just. No, I'm gonna do this. Oh, <laughs> 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 all blue M and M's and. <laughs> no, I'm joking. 
I'm Maitre Dean, how about another Chardonnay for me, please? <laughs> and Grey Poupon. Grey Poupon. Pardon I me, really, sir. Give me another taco. I really, think, I really think you've got you've got that it quality and the your 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 eye for fashion and the the beauty of your videos. Your videos are like a step above everybody else's, just in the artistic value of it and the beauty of them. So I'm impressed. And, and you know, we have a uh, we have so many promoters and DJs like we were speaking about earlier. They get in that rut and they're stuck in those, you know, those glory days because they th it's here. This is new. This is yeah. different. It's changing. She's not doing the same thing. And it is it's it's good production. It's not lazy. It it's there. So we just got to kick. I guess we got to knock down some doors. That's what we have to do. Kick well, no, no, she, I've got, no, she's got to do at least one video where she's leaning on a wooden rail with a piece of straw hanging out of her mouth. Just <laughs> <laughs> or that typical walking uh, through the field, holding hands <laughs> through the whole song, one shot. Magali, do you go up and down the roads looking for areas to shoot? Because it seems like a lot of the videos you're in the street or on the road somewhere. Yes, I do. I'm a scout. I'm the scouter in the video. So I'm like, if I know there's a certain look or a certain thing that I want, I will literally spend a day. I'll tell my husband, he's like, what are you doing, babe? I'm like, oh, I'm driving. I'm scouting. So I'm looking and I'm looking. And, and I did scout the where the band is. It took me a while, but I found it. And then I got lucky that the, where we did the mariachi part, there's a restaurant in Westlaco, Texas, Nana's Taqueria, and they let us film the video there um just some of those places are by luck but some of them i do have to find i do okay, have to i've got to ask though come on some of those shots were at sunset mosquitoes come out at sunset bugs and all that stuff i see the absence of bugs in your video and how do you keep from sweating because you you, you have to do these takes over and over and not a drop not a you don't even look, you don't even look flushed it's so, tricky and I'll let you in on a little secret. My director, he'll do all the close-up shots first. All the, you know, all the shots first. And then he's like, before you start sweating and falling apart, then we'll come out and do everything else. Let's do all the beauty shots first. Gotcha. <laughs> it was very hot when we shot the video. So they, they leave all the outtakes out and everything else. You're like, no soy la me, son of a bitch. Yeah, <laughs> mosquito. Or did you see that one moth that just keeps going because of the lights are there? No, it's funny because you know the part where I have like the colorful- The, the flares, yeah. We only had one shot because I only had two of those things. So I told him, I said, this is it, we got to get it. So we were like, I was, if you see my face, I'm like this, <laughs> right? But they were hot. So yeah. I dropped them and then they were still smoking. So I had to like pick them back up really quick and just do as much as I could with it. And then I just had to just let them go because they they get hot after a while. So yeah, but they also didn't stain your skin or anything because I noticed that they were they were blowing away from you, but you were still doing the crisscross. But they didn't stain your hands or anything. They didn't stain my hands or anything like that, but they do smell very strong. <laughs> have like this intense fire kind of like smell, and my dancers had have used those before in a previous video. And it's awful because the jackets were so beautiful that they had, and two of the jackets were like burned open. They didn't get burned, 
but the jackets were damaged because of this. <laughs> Playing with pyro. Huh? Some people never learn. <laughs> did, it, did it leave the smoke smell in them? Yes. yes That's it even harder out. Memo, yes. saludos desde Waco, Texas. Oh, Hi. Memo. Rincón. New Mexico, how's Carlos? Hi, Carlos. Hello, Padilla. New Mexico. Thank you for tuning in to the Three Amigos Show. Like I said, we're here with Miss Magali de la Rosa. You can watch her videos anytime on Tejano TV. And also, she just did an interview with Keith Leal from Tejano, uh, Tejano Time Podcast, which is also showing on Tejano TV. So all this week, you get a double shot at Miss Magali de la Rosa. And before, Magali, before we leave, do us a favor. Talk to the people, your fans, the people that admire you and love you and just show your appreciation or, or, or whatever you want to say. <laughs> show up at my gigs. Okay. I Yes, I just want to say to everybody who's watching, tuning in and listening, thank you guys so much. I do want to send a very special heartfelt thank you to all my fans. You guys have been amazing. You guys have been patient because I know there's a lot of comments I haven't gotten to yet, but it's been crazy. I'll get to them. I love you. I see them. And uh, thank you so much for supporting this album. And of course, to all my industry um, friends who have voted for me for the Grammys. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And those who also have not voted, if you want to vote for me, <laughs> it would be awesome. But um, I just want to say thank you to all the fans and to my team, everybody, my band, my promoters, my manager, everybody. You guys are wonderful. And I love you. And thank you guys for having me on the show. We got to get invited to She's too smooth, man. <laughs> <laughs> we got we got to get invited to vote for the Grammys. Me and have been waiting patiently. Yes, definitely. If you can become a member, become a member, and I'm gonna try some of my bandmates. Um, not all of them are voting members, so that's the goal for this coming year is to get them in. Nice. Gosh, I've been a member for ages. <laughs> nice. See, got to recommend us that we can vote. Yeah. That's right. I get two recommendations, guys. So hit me up when it's time to submit those those um, applications. That's it. We could put we could put uh, actual Tejano bands on the ballot. Oh, no, <laughs> oh, we got them started oh, again. All that's right, another, that's a whole another podcast. Uh, <laughs> I think we need a whole day for this conversation. Right, that's a podcast. Right there. there you go. But no, we want to thank you so much for joining us here. We know you're very busy. Like I say, we get a double shot of you throughout the week on Tejano TV. Your videos are great. Your videos are showing. And your music is great. Make sure you guys vote for Magali de la Rosa. Uh, top 20 Countdown with DJ Nune. And also Top 10 Music Video Countdown. And uh, awesome. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you, guys. I love you. God bless you. Have an awesome night. And have great shows for the future. Awesome. And uh, stay after the show so that we can get a couple drops from you. Okay, great. Awesome. Uh, D, Marcus, any, any last things? Oh, I'm still fanboying over Magali. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> thank you for being on the show. And until we see you all next week, I think watch all. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us here on the Three Amigos Show. I am El Guy, Juan Mendoza. And I'm D, personally. Thank you very much. <laughs> Marcus Daniels, Midnight Cowboy. And our guest. Magali De La Rosa. All right, ladies we'll see you next time, guys. Later. Next time on the Three Amigos Show. 
At just 22 years of age, Madison Pulido is already on the road to stardom with her first two hit releases, Por Que Será and Cosquillarte. And she's got a brand new CD, video, and so much more. So tune in on August 9th at 8 p.m. for another installment of The Three Amigos Show with Madison Pulido. Brought to you by Mas Radio. LilaLisaPromotions.com Musician Danny Farias Marasul Tequila Taste the new face of tequila Archie's Homestyle Burger in Catula, Texas Home of the One Pound Homestyle Burger And Tejano TV You can view the Three Amigos show on all your favorite streaming platforms and on all your Roku devices Three Amigos Show.